This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Cowboys Podcast. Dallas Cowboys trying to rally from behind. It's Hill! Touchdown! Big opening for Tony Dorsett. Look out! He's got great speed. Dorsett down the sideline. Stays inbound. Can you believe that? That was a heck of a throw by Troy Aikman. Everyone had to do it. Someone had to call it. But the other guys had to make it go. It's Elliott. Elliott! For the touchdown! No flags! Cowboys lead! Yes, Bryant out of the witness protection program and trying for the end zone! How about them Cowboys? Touchdown, Dallas! Now your host, Jono, Steve-O, and Rodney. What the Cowboys! Cowboy Nation, how the hell are you? We got a great show here. Steve-O, how the hell are you, my man? I just got done eating lunch. Yeah? Yeah? How'd that go for you? It was... So, do you say it gyro or gyro? We already or, covered that. We already covered that, like, I, five episodes ago. You still screwed I keep that go, up? I keep going back to the same place. It's right a gyro. It's a gyro. It, it's, right, it's right down the street from the studio here. Uh-huh. I, so, what... what I, I, they have a hero and a gyro. Gyro. Not a hero. Hero ends in zero. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, All anyway... Right. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I just got done. So I'm feeling pretty good. I, I, I mean, I had a bye week last week, mm-hmm. right? Now I'm here. Right. I'm ready to go. I'm we fired up. We can't lose a bye week. We cannot lose. We God dang. Don't get me started that, yeah. on that. Hey, uh, first off, though, big congrats to Gil Brandt. Yeah. Uh, he just became uh, another Ring of Honor member in the Dallas Cowboy. Uh, that's kind of like our Hall of Fame, isn't it? Yeah, that's awesome stuff, man. And, and to see it down there and to see all the names and, right. and when you're down there is just incredible. And, and I know, you know, we've been doing the show. This is, what, third year? This is crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Two and a half, yeah. Three yeah, years. Three yeah, three years. Three yeah. years. So this third year doing the show, and I know we've talked probably about every subject, but, you know, when the Rams were down here in St. Louis. Right. And I was down on the field for so many, you know, I mean, 17 years with them. Mm-hmm. The frustrating thing was to look up and, and see, you know, Crazy Legs Hirsch, you know, or something like that came in from who was a, right. a, an L.A. LA guy, yeah, right? Yeah. And then you had uh, uh, Dan Deardorff, who was a, you yep. know, a St. Louis Cardinal guy. And they tried to blood. Yeah, they tried to merge the two. Eric Dickerson. Right. It never, it, never any cohesiveness. It, we, and that was kind of bullshit. You're right. But when you go to Dallas and you, I mean, you see the greats. Right. I mean, right. one team. No. And, and, it, and it's the Dorsets and Aikmans and Starbucks and, and, and Danny Whites and, and Two Tall Jones. And, and let's go back to Bob Lilly. Bob Lilly yeah. and, and on and on and on. And I, the rumor has it that that's why Jerry built a new stadium is because the ring at the old stadium was getting. Was running out. It was running out of room. Right. So he built another one. My problem with the Ring of Honor is uh, the numbers. I mean, if a guy's representing a, a number, like to me, a, a twenty-one could be very famous number, or a, eighty-eight. I mean, you're going to have numbers like that that are just going to be going up in the Ring of Honor. You can't use those numbers anymore. No, they don't retire any numbers. Oh, they you don't retire the number. No. Oh, no, okay. This isn't like the Yankees. This it's is not just like the, the Yankees. Just the names go up. Correct. Just All the right. names with their numbers, but the numbers don't get retired. So they don't – I mean, the Cowboys would run out of things. Yeah, uh, yeah. Run, totally. I mean, they'd have to have the triple digits. It's number, right. you know, 194. A- A57. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I was thinking about something, John. As I'm watching games during – the past week and everything like that. Mm-hmm. What is it with Dallas Cowboy guys? They retire and they all go to the booth. What, I mean, do people not realize you got Witten and Romo and Aikman and Daryl Johnston and Dion and, and Michael Irvin? and right. you, I mean, for Christ's sakes, we got an all-star lineup I, as, as broadcasters. I'm kind of wondering about Witten, though. I, oh, yeah, I know. He's I, struggling Witten, just a little bit. Yeah, he is. I mean, when Tony got in there – I think Tony, they, they made Tony right there, and then uh, they said, wow, he's really good. Let's bring on his tight end. His tight end just doesn't know whenever to shut up. He keeps going about a, a different play like three plays ago, and, and it's that other guy that keeps bringing him back all the time. Yeah, he's not he's not as uh, 
natural as, as Roma was. But why is that? You, you don't see that with any other team. The Detroit Lions don't have 15 guys doing the booth. They got I remember they had that one. Matt Millen. Oh, Matt Millen, he's in bad shape right now, so let's not uh, – I think he's dying. Uh, and uh, Danielson, uh, I think uh, – but he does – now he's the NCAA guy. And uh, that linebacker, uh, Sp- oh, Spielberg? Spiel- Spielman. Spielman. Yeah, Chris Spielman. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's a, yeah. a NCAA guy, too. Yeah. So, but you just kind of go through it and you go, man, right. that's that's crazy. No, no, you're right. You're right. That it's, I mean, it's Dallas Cowboy after Dallas Cowboy after, you know, Ring of Honor guys. Right. All up there. Well, I tell you what, uh, we got a big game this week at home. We should win this one pretty handily, I would think. We're playing. We're playing the Titans. Huh? What do you think? What do you think, Steve? Um. I, I, a lot of moving parts, obviously. You're coming off of a bye week. you got a team that you're facing that, that really hasn't shown much of anything this year from a life standpoint. Uh, Mariota's really not gotten into that rookie groove he was into a couple years ago. And um, at, at this point, you got to look at this and you got to say this has to be a game that you come out and, and take with authority. You can't bring it down to a last-second field goal, nope. a win by three or two or something like that. I only, well, I think you said the spread's, what, six and a half? No, it's f- a five and a half. Five and a half. Five and a half. And it hasn't changed. So you, you got to spread at five and a half at home. I'm giving the points, man. I think if you're the Dallas Cowboys, you have to come out and you got to, I mean, this got to be a, a double-digit scoring difference. You've got to take too. it to them. I would think that, too. I, I just don't see how they made this a five-and-a-half game. This should be an eight-and-a-half, nine-point nine game right here. I, I'm saying if you don't win by double digits, it, you might as well count it as a loss. And I know we don't want to do that, but these are the teams you need to run away you, from. You have and, to. And, and, we've, and we've struggled you know, a little bit. And we've talked about these quarterbacks that are a little bit more fleet of foot that can get outside the pocket and make things happen. Um. But, I mean, if you don't take care of business right now, you got the next five games are just murderer's row, and and that's your season. The problem is I think the Vikings went through this with some real shitty team. They lost to them, and uh, they couldn't get anything going. They were looking ahead for the next week against the Rams. I thought you didn't believe in that. We've gone through, like I said, we're third three year on this, I, I and you're, do you don't believe, believe in a now. trap game. I, 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 I'm buying into it. And uh, this I'm gonna week, start, I'm going to stop calling them sausage fingers if you believe in the trap game. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying the following week is the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. So you know what? Listen you, to the you, next you five. Better, you better, you better come out and you better play your ass off against these Titans because they're they're going to have their ears uh, kicked back and ready to go. Yeah. Philly. Atlanta, Washington, New Orleans, Philly. That's after yes, the Titan game. That's after the Titan. But that's what I'm saying. You you've this game you can't you even have, look at it. To, you can't you even look at it as ass. a I don't I might go opposite of you, John, and say you can't even look at this as a trap game. You have to look at this as a must win and then you got to try to squeeze Oh, that's a good point. You have to squeeze hopefully three more wins out of the next five after that. Right. And then then I think maybe you're sitting in good shape. I I won't even say you're sitting in good shape. Right. I mean, you're not in control of your own destiny right now. Right. You're sitting in third in the East. Right. And I think there's some legitimate concerns. So no, you make a great point. I, I mean, at this point, come December 10th, we could be basically out of it, and and looking for what are we doing next year. And and I can tell you this much: I'm on board. If they are out of it by that time, that five game run is over. It is time to get rid of Jason Garrett. And I know there's been a lot of our fans out there. We, we get, you know, 25,000 followers on Facebook. And, I mean, that's all I read is Garrett's got to go. Garrett's got to go. Garrett's got to right. go. You know, I'm listen, I'm not a big get rid of the, the coach guy. I'm just not. You know, I think that stability inside of an organization is probably the most important thing. And it starts with ownership and general managers, which happen to be the same people. But then your coach, right? Mm-hmm. The same message coming down. A- at this point, bro, I'm telling you, if you're out of it by December 9th, 
it is time to make a change. Right. Hopefully we don't see that. Hopefully we got some answers, and I think that uh, Amari Cooper is a great pickup for us. We needed that number one receiver. And uh, for all you folks out there uh, bitching and whining about Golden Tate going for a third round, and then you got Thomas going for fourth round, these are rent players These are rent players What we did was we assured ourselves of having a player for, here for two years. Yeah, this year and next year. Right. So that gives us a good look at this guy, one. And number two, he's only 24 years old. If you're picking a guy from the draft, what, what are we talking here? 21, 20, 22? 21. Right. Okay. So my point is this is our number one draft pick uh, for next year. Now, for all you out there saying, uh, well, you know, we needed a QB look. All right, I get that. But that but that aspect right now is being uh, shown that maybe we didn't need a QB, according to the Joneses, because they would have kept that first-rounder to pick a QB. Wouldn't you say, steve I, I agree with you, and, and, and it all goes to the depth of the college level and everything like that. And I, I know we'll have Mel Kuyper Jr. on or Todd McShay. One of the two comes on the show regularly, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah that, we've had We'll have one of those guys that is uh, maybe to, his cousins to discuss the uh, depth of the quarterback position in the NCAA um, draft pool. Right. But at this point, I, I think that from the Jones' standpoint, you're all in on Dak Prescott. Right. Right. Okay. That's showing Amari Cooper because that's our number one draft pick right. for 2019. And I, I don't mind that, though. I, I don't either at, at, at the time. You know, you get a little frustrated when you get the threes and the fours for other primetime receivers that have, you know, just as much right. upside. And, and I get it, the rent-a-player and everything like that. But I, I think, going back to Dak, the Joneses are all in with him. I, I know they're all in with his character. I don't know if anybody can be not all in with this kid's character. And we've seen the issues down in in Tampa where, you know, character plays a large portion of, you know, if you're spending a first-round draft pick and you got bad character, um, that's going to be an issue. So Jameis might be on his way out down there for good. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. So um, I don't mind it. You know, obviously, you you would love to give up a sixth round pick for this guy, but the fact of the matter is, we needed a first round receiver talent. Uh, passed on Ridley this past draft. Amari Cooper, I, I believe, cut out of the same type of cloth that that Calvin Ridley is. Uh, so I, I like it. I want to go. I want the first play to be pl- pass. You know, play yeah. action and let's go forty yards down the field and try I, to hit him. I just wish I just wish that he would have listened to us a little bit. When we, I, I just knew that Tavon Austin wasn't the answer. You're going out getting all these players that are. I mean, I need a tall wideout that was going to have a deep threat and all that. If you're get, if you're getting rid of Des, that's what you you needed to find. Now I think I got this guy. I think Amari Koo. I don't know if that can have another excuse about my receivers aren't getting open. There should be someone getting open now, all right? Bottom line, what, what Damari Cooper adds to this ball game is that he's going to take deep routes, which now it's going to open up the uh, middle. It's going to open up Beasley a lot more. It's going to open up uh, 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 Her- what's his name? Our, uh, other- Hearns. Uh, yes. Hearns. Yeah, Hearns. Uh, so, you know, I just think that this is the type of chemistry we needed in our offense. There should be someone open. And on top of that, Steve-O, we got a new offensive coordinator, not a coordinator, but a line, line uh, coach. Line coach. I, I think everything is being laid down for Prescott to stand out. I mean, to, to be that guy. We're giving you everything now. And I'm going to back off of that a little bit because I don't think we are asking him to do the extraordinary because I believe still in their heart of hearts, it's we're a run first team, but they needed somebody. Cause here's the deal. I'm going, if I'm a defense, I'll go man to man on my wideouts and I will stack eight, nine in the box and say, Dak, you're going to have to beat me. Yeah. Listen, make no mistake about it. Dak Prescott is not Aaron Rodgers. No, he's not. No. Okay. Um, I'm not sure he's an Alex Smith from that standpoint. I see, I think I see he, what you're saying. Yeah. I think he has a skill set that plays in the NFL. We've seen it with multiple quarterbacks. 
he has the skills to be here. I think what they need him to, they needed is to give him a legitimate weapon and say, okay, this guy will get open. I mean, Cooper's not tall. He's 6'1". He's a tweener. He's not a Beasley, okay? Mm-hmm. But, but he's not an A.J. Green either, right? right, he's, right. he's a banger. He's a muscle. He's gonna. He can take the top off, right? Right. Four, four, two. I think forty. He can he still puts it out. There. He can. He can put it out there. He's, he's a, got some nice moves still. He's in got that, some uh, nice yeah. moves. He's got a lot of mileage still left in those tires, right? right. right. So got no problem with that. I think it's we're gonna give him. I, I think you're right. Where we're gonna give him a tool, and there shouldn't be really any reason why that doesn't soften up the opponent's defense, but I still don't think we turn into Dak Prescott throwing for three, 330, 350, and four touchdowns. I believe it's still an Ezekiel Elliott game plan. So do you think that they try to get this line uh, more fortified for him, for Zeke, or for Dak? Well, it's a little bit of both. I I, I think that they're going to look for uh, that combination of, okay, now we're going to have where – they can't stack the box with too many guys because we have a legitimate threat as at the receiver position that can do everything. Okay. Okay. So and then let's go ahead and bring in an offensive line coach, change up the scheme a little bit, so we can still. Well, how the hell do you even become an offensive? Co- I mean, uh, what what that what is there behind it? Block the guy. Block that. Block that, block that guy. See the guy in hey, front of you. Hey, block him. If he's wearing a different helmet than you. <laughs> Block him and don't hold him. <laughs> no, yeah, if you hold him, don't let the ref yeah. see you hold him. All right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's the same, same concept as a goddamn uh, soccer coach. You see the net? I don't even know what a soccer coach does. Do Yay. we need to talk about that? Yay. Good job out do there. You, they Pass sit- the ball. Pass it. Now shoot. Let me ask you this. Why yeah, do they have ahead. those Ferrari-style chairs on the sidelines that those guys sit in? I've noticed that. I've noticed that. What in that. the hell is that? I don't know what the hell that is. I noticed that. They're like beam me up, Scotty, Captain Kirk-looking things. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get soccer. That's I, I just me. But yeah. let's, yeah, we'll, yeah. Hey, we well, just lost. Different episode, yeah. We just lost 3,000 fans just with that. <laughs> they tuned us out. <laughs> Turned us off. We're back. We're back here. Yeah, get rid of soccer. But, in, yeah, in any case, I think that now Dak has no reason to say this is happening, this is uh, happening. Uh, right. There's no more excuses in your portfolio but here. But I kid. don't think it's a Dak thing. I think it's an offense thing. I think, really, it's a Jason Garrett thing, to be honest with you. I, I, I don't know about that. And I'll tell you that I know he throws the red flag around when he shouldn't. That's no, no, one. No, what I'm saying is I think it's – But he the, doesn't call it. I think the moves are to – if Garrett can't win with this team now, now that they're setting him up for, okay, you've got to go and we're going to make some wholesale changes. Right. That's my that, my opinion. And no, I, think I, you're gonna know, I think you're going to know by December 10th. Mark it on the calendars. By December 10th, when we do our show, the 10th or the 11th, we're going to be able to tell you what the 2019 Dallas Cowboy moves are because they're either going to clean house or they're going to have something going in the right direction. But right. And, and, I th- and I think if you go – if you don't hold, you know, at least win and you're in a playoff hunt at that point, I, I don't know if they'll make it – I would hope that they would make it before the end of the year and switch things up because well, I think know, the, the fans deserve NFC it. East, Us fans deserve oh, that right. with some sort of movement and not this BS stuff where we got to hear eight and eight every year. Right, right. And uh, you know, I was just going to protect that eight and eight by saying this whole NFC East this year doesn't stand out. But do we want to go through? You're you're totally one hundred percent right. Every year we're trying to battle our asses in with a nine and seven, eight and eight type of record and. And that's not the way. That's not the way you go about it, man. Yeah, and in today's salary cap, I mean, look at the, what the the Rams have done. They were dog shit for fourteen years, fifteen, fifteen years maybe. Yeah, terrible. I mean, absolutely terrible. But they can turn around. A Cowboy fan could turn around, or management can turn around and say, "Yeah, but Steve, they picked up two number ones." Okay. Okay. Uh, they they endured a little bit more than what we did as an eight and eight or a. Or a nine and eight type of uh, team, but an eight and eight team's no different than a the two and fourteen team. 
No, I you're agree. You're still with on you. the outside looking well, in. What I, would you I rather have? You. I mean, if you're going to go eight and eight, get the 14th pick every year, the 15th pick every year. That's, I mean, shit. That's why these teams are mailing it in. Right. You know, right. let's go it ahead. Let's go ahead. And, yeah. Because I mean, what one, do you one think's week, gonna, one week you stand out. You go. This, now we are. We got something going now. And then they lose the next one. They, then they win another one. You go, all right, now we're in it. We got our shit together. I mean, yeah. it's constantly the, that type of uh, agenda in the Cowboys and their fans. And I hate, the, I hate you fans out there that turn around and go, oh, you're a fake fan. You're a fake fan. because you, uh, Why? Because I'm bitching a little bit? Why? Because my people on our Facebook site at uh, CowboysPodcast.com uh, or Cowboys Podcast on Facebook, we're I, – I, I feel I don't I don't put a filter on it, man. I let them talk. I let them I let those guys say what's on their mind. I'm not one of those. I, I'm not I'm not endorsed by the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not owned by the Dallas Cowboys. I say what's on our mind, and well, that's the fans. best podcast show around. Because and, that, the, the and other we can, shows are Cowboy Dallas Cowboys are watching over these guys right. and saying what? Oh yeah, you know what? You can't say that next time. Okay. Not us. No, I get it. And, 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 folks, that's the definition of fan. It's f- short for fanatical. Okay, so here's the deal. When the Cowboys beat the Jaguars 40-7, to you know what I am? I'm Super Bowl bound, baby. Here we go. And right. then when we lose on some bullshit, whatever the wiggle of the ball was, uh, you know, against the Redskins. What a horseshit call. Then, then you know what? I'm anti-NFL. It's all against us. And then when, you know, we get beat by Seattle, Guess what? I'm, oh, my God, we're the worst team around. That's what a fan does. That's what makes sports Right. is the ups and downs of it. Right. And right. I love – Oh, you're a fake fan. I love that emotional roller coaster. No, we're dealing with it. I mean, you're, you're a huge Cincinnati Reds fan. I am. I I'm am. a huge St. Louis Cardinal baseball fan. Right. And we roll that – I mean, that roller coaster – uh, you know, for six months of the year, and then we come right in a football season with the Dallas Cowboys, and and we're running that roller coaster. Yeah, I, you know what I'd like to be eight and zero right now. Right, I'd love to be eight and zero. Yeah, and guess what? If we went eight and one, then I'd be like, okay, well, you know, hey, you can't be perfect. Nobody's only the Miami Dolphins of '72 were perfect. Right, you go eight and two, the sky's falling. Right, eight and three, it's time to fire. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So that's the emotional roller coaster that makes the fandom so right. great. Right. Yeah, you're definitely right. I mean, if if you're a passive type of fan that says, oh, I'm still rolling with my cowboy, I'm, I'm happy that you are. But don't end it on that. Right. We're all rolling with our cowboys. But you know what? I'd like to know why Garrett threw that red flag and cost us a, to- a timeout. I'd like to know why Dak didn't run out of bounds or uh, should have stayed in bounds when he ran out of bounds with, like, 50 seconds to go with uh, uh, Rodgers getting the ball back. I mean, stuff like this to me is, like, I question that. And it's I, almost like road rage, you know? Yeah. You, you know, I'm driving along nice and calm, and somebody's out for a Sunday drive. Yeah. I hit too many red lights in a row, and I'm ballistic. And well, people are like, oh. I, I mean, do you hold it in the car and say, oh, well, he just needed to get over. That's why he did that. No, I, I no, I, you don't do that. My wife won't won't let me have personalized plates because of the whole situation. <laughs> really, <laughs> it's brutal. I hate it. But yeah. no, it, it, the fandom. So my son JJ has a Ezekiel Elliott jersey. Right. If Cowboys win on Sunday, it's being worn on Monday. Right. Okay. Yeah. If they being worn again on Monday, if they you know because he's watching a game in the jersey. Right. Of course. If they lose on Sunday, it's not being worn on Monday. Okay, now we got we got a little problem with that. But why 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 can't he wear uh, it? It's just you know because he doesn't want to catch all the shit. Everybody's going to give him hell. Uh, but that's it's the part same thing. of being a fan. I know, but you know what I do to people when the Philadelphia Eagles won the the Super Bowl? Anytime I saw somebody wearing something Philadelphia Eagle, I go, "Hey man, that's a brand new jacket, isn't it? Boy, that's a great brand new shirt." And people would go, "What do you mean?" I go, "Well, you hop on the bandwagon, huh? I've never seen a Philadelphia Eagles thing worn anywhere." In the market we're in, all of a sudden, now everybody's got a hat, Philadelphia Eagle hat, a Philadelphia Eagle jersey, whatever it is. I go, that must be brand new. Oh, bullshit, I've been, you know, I've been a fan since this right. and this and this. You remember uh, Harold Carmichael? Yeah, I go, Carmichael, yeah, yeah, I do. So, no, fun stuff, man. It's uh, I what's love the, the fandom. Least, what's the one fan base you've least seen? Oh, man. Like, around here in our market? Do uh, we, football, too. It has uh, to be NFL. Yeah. Um, a number of them. Uh, first and foremost, just give me two. 
Just give me two that you'd go, wow, I, I haven't seen one of those. Um, Detroit Lions. <laughs> wow, that's so great you said that. Okay, probably, go ahead. And, and probably the Cleveland Browns. Okay, I have seen the Cleveland Browns only for the th- fact that you got a – that whole Cleveland image. Uh, uh, yeah. So I have seen Miami Cle- Dolphins. No, I, I've seen them too. I have never seen. Well, I don't want to say never, but I haven't seen too many. And probably, like, I could say I haven't seen one in like three years. And that's a not a San Diego anymore. Oh, Chargers. No, but a Charger. So any Charger friend? shirt, Charger. I I haven't seen Seuss. So yeah, our good yeah. friend Mike Seuss is a huge Charger fan. And I haven't seen Mike in like five six years. So, so yeah, and I gotta say yours too, Detroit Lions. <laughs> I seen a Detroit Lion fan when I went to the Caribbean, and he was on the elevator. I go, "Can I take a picture of you?" And he goes, "What for?" <laughs> I go, "I've never seen a Detroit Lion fan." Like he started laughing his ass off. <laughs> we caught one out there in, in in the public. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know the funny thing is, so I played golf with my uh, childhood idol one day, Ozzy Smith. Right, uh-huh. huge Aussie yeah, guy. You played golf with and him, huh? uh, I played golf with him, and there was the guy I played with. We were actually going to give him a fortieth surprise, fortieth birthday party over my house, and Mike Seuss was invited. Mike came over, and I got a huge sports memorabilia collection. Right, yeah, it's beautiful, by the way. And um, Mike's, you know, we're we're sitting there talking, and, and you know, Mike goes, "Oh man, I don't see any, you know, San Diego Chargers helmets," and and I actually had one. It just wasn't displayed yet. I didn't have my all everything out. And I said, well, who's your, you know, who's your favorite Charger? Well, there was only, uh, there's only two. I guess there's probably a couple more, but it's either, Say it's, it, 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 well, or Dan Fouts. And you knew it was well, based Tomlinson on. Tomlinson, too. Yeah, Tomlinson now. Um, and no, with, that's not true. You had Kevin Winslow back then. He yeah, was a, he was no, pretty big. But, but from the standpoint of comparison. To the Cowboys. If somebody, if you no, say no, you're, you're a Dallas right, Cowboy right. fan, they go, "Oh shit, I'm not going to be able to pick out your best player. I'm right. going to have to look at your age." Blah blah blah. You know, we 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 kind of go through that. Right. But you know, it's a two, three, maybe four guys tops. Yeah. Right. I would go four. Yeah. I would go you four. Fouts, Winslow, Seau, and Ladanian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe if you want to throw an Antonio Gates in there, I guess. And now you got Philip Rivers. You got you know Melvin Gordon. Right. You know, so right. they're getting I, there. They have been getting there, but you know what? I just don't see San, uh, San, Diego. San Diego, uh, Los Angeles Chargers now, and they're in some trouble. I mean, from Over the standpoint, there. they're not, they're not, they're not drawing the fans. No, I mean, I guess finally the Rams are starting to get some people in there. I guess when you're you know. Won sixty four straight games. Maybe what the hell get... that last game, Steve? Oh yeah, half the crowd that was uh, Green Bay Packer fans. Oh yeah, I mean that that was crazy. Now, a situation like that, you're gonna have you're gonna have the, and the biggest biggest help that I see down the line is probably Oakland Raiders becoming Las Vegas Raiders because you're gonna have a loyal following with the Oakland people still following with a caravan. Yep, you're going to have. Total top-notch uh, Las Vegas people coming to see your NFL. And Steve-O's and the Johnos that are going to be, hey, we're going to That's Las Vegas. That's a destination, right. That's a, we're going to Las Vegas, and we get to watch the Dallas Cowboys in their new stadium uh, for Las Vegas, and we get to go to the casinos and have a great weekend. What a great time. That stadium is going to sell out every damn week. The yeah, the Raiders sit in a good spot, except for 2019, which they don't have a place to play, which is going to be interesting. But you know, the latest news is San Diego or the L.A. Chargers are you know they got into all these long term leases, and and they're you know the NFL I think is kind of regretting both teams getting up to L.A. and send one send one further up north. There's an Oakland team that would or Oakland city that would love you. How about the St. Louis? Uh, no one's coming here. Come on, wouldn't you like that? Not really. Would you I, support I, I, that? No, I, I could never support any St. Louis team. And you know what? I, I'm very happy that uh, I'm not going to – I don't see your Ram jerseys around anymore. I just I, – you know, I get it. I get it. Just a gross looking I, – I don't know who the hell designed that thing to – is that supposed to be horns on their heads? Yes. That, that's silly. Ram horns. Yeah, ram horns. And then they have the ram trucks. They paint them up blue and all Hey. Forget about it. They had a couple of those. It was a, hey, we had a good three year run at one point. I know, I know you did. Three years. They here for twenty, and we had three good years. Yeah. How about that? 
Yeah, I remember my dad used to love the Rams, and I used to always piss him off. I I talk about my half-ass Cowboys. We were half-ass back then, like the 98, 99s. I mean, we weren't doing anything right there either. Uh so anyway, that's what we got. We got the Titans this week. I, I injury. I, what the hell happened to Irving? What he just walk or he fell at a practice or sprained the ankle? Next thing you know, he, they carted him off the off the practice field. I, I mean, we need that. We yeah. need these guys. Don't like to see. You, you don't like to see the amount of injuries in um, practice. In, in practice, in, in coming off of a bye week, you you were hope that guys would come back and that red cross would be removed from the 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 back of their name and they're ready to go and give you a hundred percent effort because realistically we got a pretty good bye week um from the standpoint not too early in the season not too late where you know you were struggling with two or three games before a bye but you don't want to see a red cross after somebody's name on an important guy like irving right um garrett this was a big topic there Garrett was uh, at the World Series game, and a lot of fans uh, throughout the uh, social world out there, uh, they kind of got pissed off at it. Why? Because because Jimmy Johnson put out there, hey, you know what? I don't know how the hell he goes to a World Series game when uh, there's so much work to be done uh, as a as a NFL coach. And you know what? I could see, I could see like Jimmy, I could see George Allen, I could see big time people that uh, have a history of winning, just staying at that complex and not leaving it and watching film every day, every night. But I, I don't know how that dictates to now because nowadays, like when George Allen and Jimmy had it, I well, maybe George Allen further, you know, what it was, the 70s, and uh, Tom Landry, guys like this, they didn't have all the assistance. Right. And uh, these guys would sit there with their own – camera in the back with the old eight millimeter and just slow it down and all that they would do all the work now you got uh, you get you give them this report the assistant's got to come come to you and give you everything that he's made out by watching that yeah. and there's all paperwork in front of these uh, head coaches now yeah i wouldn't even say it's paperwork it's probably all tablets you know i mean right. these guys i know from the video department that when the game was over it was immediately gone back it was broken down, offensive plays, defensive plays, special team plays, all for these assistant coaches to get in there and dissect everything that was done right, everything that needed to be worked on, what was done wrong. Um, and well, then, saying that, yeah. is it for not that he should be in there or shouldn't be in there? So that's the, you know, that, that's the tough situation. You know, I mean, you could see it either way. You could see, hey, this guy's out there working. He's never at anything. Uh, but nobody notices that because you're not there, okay? They notice it when you you hop on a boat during your bye week and you're down in the Caribbean with a boat with a bunch of your friends having a good time or, you you know, Johnny Manson. Or at a World or, Series Or at game. a World Series, you know. And we've heard this over and over. I forget who was it that was on the – they got all pissed off at. He was – they the receivers. Was it the Giants – Guys, right. yeah. they took a you know a, a cruise right. somewhere, right. Um, like stayed in Miami. They played in Miami, had the bye week the next week, and they the guys just all stayed and rented a boat for like a day to go out on the ocean and you know right. have a good time, blow off some steam. Yeah, and you're getting into the fandom again, right? You know if you're if you're eight and zero, and you got a bye week and you blow off some steam and you come back, you win the next game, no harm, no foul. Right. If you're Oh and eight, and you do that, you should be working. Or a half five hundred. Yeah, or a five hundred. If you, you if you lose your next game, then it's all hindsight, man. Right. These guys are human. Um, do you, Do you think though that it could be loyalty towards Jimmy? If Jimmy said that, Jimmy Johnson, like he's like our general Patton still, like it mm-hmm. or not, Jerry, Jimmy's gonna be here till the day the Cowboys die. I mean, that's the way we look at Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson's just trying to get some press. You think why? Yeah. Why would he need some press? He doesn't need it, but that's what position he's in. Anybody that runs their mouth is trying to break a story, get some press, being "I told you so." Because here's the deal: if they run the table right now, Jimmy Johnson won't come on and say, "You know what? I ah, dang, I guess Garrett going to that and blowing off some steam and having a day away from football probably did him some good." And they look at that; they just won nine games in a row. But if they lose a game, Jimmy Johnson get up there, I told you 
that he shouldn't have been there. He should have been at work. See, there's no consequence for saying for being completely ridiculous, right? Do you There's think it's no, ridiculous? It, it is. I mean, 99% of the shit that comes out of people's mouth in the media is ridiculous because if they get it right, they look like, oh, my God, I'm Nostradamus. If they get it wrong, there's no consequence. I love when they guarantee it, too, by yeah. the way. I, I mean, guarantee. John, we're in the middle of we got, God dang it, please get this election time over with so I don't get any more damn telemarketing calls and letters in the mail and commercials. TV I'm done with commercials it. Are oh, killing my me, God. Man. By yeah. the way, this broadcast is brought to you by Vote for This Guy. You know, I mean, right, it's yeah. done for. I can't wait for that to be over with. Okay. But all these guys, even in politics, oh, this guy's going to win. I guarantee it. Right, right. Well, gar- Listen, I'm going to be the next president of the United States. I guarantee it. Now, if I am, everybody's going to go, I oh, my it. God, he you're a genius. Yeah. If I'm not, what are you going to do, arrest me? Right. There's no consequence right. for being wrong. Right, right, right. Okay? And so I can say anything I want. The Dallas Cowboys are going to go undefeated the last game of the season or uh, for the rest of the season, right? Right. No, I, 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 I get if what you're I'm saying. If I'm right, right, it'll be all over social media. No, right. and, and you know what? I don't know if you ever watch it, but TVG uh, is a racing channel. Is that, hold on, is that where they do gardens and things in no. the backyard? No, no, no. What was it again? Uh, TVG. It's okay. uh, about a uh, horse racing channel. The whole thing's about, well, they got this one announcer. He Every time, Steve-O, he picks a 13-to-1, 20-to-1, 13-to-1, 15-to-1 in every big-time race. Well, he's lost every one, but one he hit on Giacomo that was 10-to-1. And they put that re- review, uh, that preview every time. We called it. We called it. This yeah. guy called. I'm like, well, you guys didn't say anything when he calls every every time he picks a long shot because, like you're saying, he's got nothing to lose. Right. If he loses, it, well, you know, he was supposed to lose, and I tried, uh, I tried to take down the winner there. Whatever. Put some consequence on it. Put your money where your mouth right. is. Okay. Did you bet on him? Like, Absolutely hey, not. Bet your house. Yeah, How about out. this? If you lose, if you're wrong, we get to cut off I an arm. I guarantee it. We'll cut off an arm. Are you willing to bet it? Well, no, relax there, Taliban. What I do you mean can't. cut off his arm? Jesus cut off a Christ. sausage finger. Oh, do something. But that's what I'm you? saying. There's no consequence. Hey, uh, so Jimmy saying that, bunch of hot air. I love Jimmy Johnson. But do I, a, I, just, I don't look at it like that. I don't up. look at it like that. You're looking at it like that. I'm looking at it. He still has a thing for his Dallas Cowboys. I, th- I think that uh, he just expressed himself that now, hey, you know what? You're under the microscope. Do something. Do something. Jimmy, just shut up. I, I'm, not, I'm not for that, Jimmy. I'm for you, babe. Anyway, anyway, we got to still. I, are we doing that thing Monday night or not? Do, doing that well, uh, FaceTime maybe, game? Maybe. I don't know. Where the hell's Rodney been? I call him yesterday. And he, or I text him yesterday. He got a show. I can't do the show. Uh, then today, I, he goes AWOL. He goes AWOL on me. Well, you don't have your phone. I didn't have my phone. You're right. He did respond. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's good then. Uh, any case, we got our big game here this week against the Titans on Monday night. And what do you say? I'm enjoying this format. <laughs> I'm having a little Halloween candy over here. Yeah, I just love you though. You that's why I summer. like this show. It's just banter back and forth. It's good. I like. I hope. I hope you folks like it. Yeah, they they do. We we hear it all the time. And you know what? I I'm not a real big fan of doing the show on my own. Uh, thank God I get Travis on sometimes. Uh, or, you know, uh, we got. Uh, John, let me tell you what's there. hard. What's hard is that you make is it one point two or one point three million a year at this at the podcast place. Hey, by the and way, and you folks, work from ten to two, right. and you have a two hour lunch in there. Okay, uh, we do have that Leighton Vander S jersey that we will be giving out. Like, like to give it out this Monday. Okay, and uh, like the. Like to get some fan. What can we do though? How? What can we do to make? Uh, is it some sort of trivia night? We can make it during the game. Or something like that, or they got—I don't know. I, I'd like to give it out, and I, I can't send it to Mexico, dudes. I'm telling you right now, uh, I'm sorry, but I send a jersey out to Mexico, and someone—I I think a border security guard's wearing a uh, autographed jersey now. Somebody's walking back with it right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what we're not going to do live is we're not going to have that Corey guy in here. 
that clown that wears a Buffalo Bills hat that came on like last year. Oh, that, he was shit-faced. Oh, my God. We're not bringing him on. I mean, I don't mind the drinking here, but know what the hell you're saying. You are making him look silly. Well, he is silly. He's a silly wabbit out there. He is silly. Yeah, but we got the Leighton Vander Esch jersey signed by himself there, and uh, they're saying that this linebacker right now is leading the rookie corps linebackers as the best uh, linebacker out there right now. I would hope so. He was taken high enough in the draft that he should be. So He's looking means, pretty good he is. with he is that, looking by the way. Great. Jones is with the first rounder there, and, uh, and I definitely think that kicker situation – what the hell? How did he know that Bailey just going downhill? I, they must I mean, have, they must have given him some personality. Oh my God! This guy's missing kicks left and right up there in Minnesota, <laughs> He's and I'm extra and, points and, out there, Bailey. Yeah. And I'm disappointed because this was our guy. This is our Raphael Septien of you know 2000 right. teens. You oh, know? just put him in 56 yard range. He'll put it through, no yeah. problem. Just get us to the 40 yard line. We're okay. Yeah, automatic, right? Automatic. And not, I tell you what, he gets rid of him, and I'm going. What the hell did you do, Yoda? Yeah. What the hell did you do now? Why did you get rid of him? And next thing you know, he's got this kicker in. And my God, that kid's unbelievable. Yeah, wouldn't Marm miss that first one of the year or something like that? <laughs> yeah, and everyone looked at Jerry yeah. with a torch ready to march on the stadium. But I tell you what, this kid's been outstanding. Except for the... the All the, right, he missed one, thing. for God's sake. Give the, him a break, fan. The, finger, the fingering of the football there that cost him five yards. That was bullshit. He, that was bullshit. What they call it? He pedophiled the football, <laughs> something like that. I don't know what the hell that was. I still guy, haven't the, seen the play. The, the, the holders, like you know, or not the holder, the snappers. But I've done this for the last last eleven, twelve years. I've done it like this. I think he might be the longest tenured cowboy on the team, the long snapper, <laughs> and no one even knows him. I, I couldn't tell you his name. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. <laughs> Uh, so, Someone's got his jersey, though. Uh, Someone oh, in the stands has got his jersey. Oh, I'm sure of it. I'm sure that's of a it. fan. If you got his jersey, I may just give you an S jersey right, right <laughs> me, with that. Let me. Do we even have the long snapper on our depth chart? Uh, what do you put under there? I don't know. Under long snapper. Hell, imagine, I, oh, imagine, there he is. Yeah, yeah, he's there. LP. Uh, imagine going to the bar. Yeah, I'm the Leducher. Leducier. There you go. I'm the Leducier guy. Yeah. Are you really? Uh, when's the team coming? I am the team. I'm part of the team. We landed. I I'm, I just want to hang out with you at the bar. Yeah, yeah. Can you tell us where Des, where Dak is? I'm with the band. Des. I use um, Des. So, so, hey, Jesus. so, real quick, let's get on a personal topic before we start doing our What the our hell picks. you want personal for? Um, are you, I know you're probably not up for it. I am originally was thinking about doing a family trip for the indie game. I've been hearing that. I don't want to go. I'm thinking about scrapping the fam and maybe just taking JJ, my boy, mm -hmm. and uh, finding some dudes that want to go and drive out in the morning, see the game. It's a three-hour, oh, maybe bro, three. I know it's nothing. It's nothing. I just I, I have a tough time. It's someone else's field. That's why I never went to a Cowboy Rams games. I I can't stand seeing other fans uh, that aren't part of the Cowboys. I I just uh, it. I don't even go to bars now. It pisses me off so much. I, I hate seeing their jerseys in front of me or behind me cheering on. I just bothered you. I got problems. I so got problems, I we got you. We got to find uh, – I, I know we have several psychiatrists in our uh, listening oh, I'll audience. I'll tell you what, it started way young, way young, I tell you. All right, Rodney Dangerfield. Oh. So you're, you're not in for that trip. Nah. I'm thinking about switching it up to just a dude's thing, a one day out and back. I got to actually fly down to Austin, Texas that night. Right. I'm I'm hankering from some barbecue, so I think I'm gonna go down there and get grab a little barbecue. You know the problem with Texas barbecue? They have the big fucking. They have the cow ribs. Yeah, the beef ribs. I can't eat that. That's that's kind of nasty. Give me the pig. I, I like the pig. I like those little bones. You know, I like those little. Those are big bones. There, those. <laughs> those damn things look like they can flip over the Flintstone car. That was, they brought it to my. Yeah. Uh, I go. I wanted ribs. They go. These are ribs, and I'm like, this. This can't be a rib. What kind of rib? Is, these look like human ribs. For God's sake, Brontosaurus ribs. <laughs> Jesus Christ, they're so beef. You're, you're not in for that. I, I think I'm gonna pass. I, I think I'm gonna pass. The what only I, reason again, I, I just I, I don't like other fans. So you can go anywhere in this right now, 
you could virtually go to if there's 30 teams, right? right you could probably go to 22 teams right now at right. the home game right. and pick up tickets, 30 bucks. Right. There's still a hundred and thirty dollars for nosebleed section uh, for, for in Indy, Indy for the Cowboys because it's the Cowboys. Every right. other game in Indy. 30, 36 yeah. bucks. Yeah, I know. They do that. They do. Uh, They're weasels. It's starting to piss me off. Right, yeah. It, you know. they, they probably do that with us. They probably do it. Uh, well, yeah, I, I would make it like four or $500 uh, for Green Bay Packer fans. I, I, I don't like seeing that cheese thing, that plastic thing they wear. They're real goons. They, they look like goony people. They really, I, I mean, you just want to put them on the bus and take them around. And a little yellow bus, actually. Yeah. And they're big people, too. Yeah, well, we like the we like our our cowboys. I like sure. I like our cowboys. I like our cowboy fans. I, I love our cowboys. A lot of fans, talent down yeah. there. In the- yeah, yeah, I, I love. We got all sorts of cowboy fans too. You got the Spanish cowboy fans. You you got the black cowboy fans. You got the. A white cow. I mean, you got it all. You got it. You got it all. You got the the big Texan cowboy fans. Oh, the hell yeah! I'm not used to that though. I'm still not into that uh, belt buckle, whole whole belt buckle thing and stuff like that. I I I like the I like the normal guy. I'm a big belt buckle guy. Really? Yeah. I've actually picked out a pair of cowboy boots on eBay that are Dallas Cowboy cowboy boots. Yeah, you're kidding. You kind of look like a goon. Oh, no, they're awesome. I'll show you a picture right now. I'll get this little computer box in front of me working. (laughs) You mean to tell me you're going to wear a cowboy that's got a Dallas Cowboy boot on it? Oh, God, yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh, wow. Are you you nuts? See, I'm from the East Coast Cowboys. That, that's uh, that's the kind of guy I am, the East Coast guys. What, what does that mean? You like Philly cheesesteaks with, with – Well, know? I, uh, you know what? I'm from Binghamton, New York. So, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's my cowboys. I, you know what? Running around with Wrangler jeans on with boots, uh, I, that don't do a thing for me. Okay, I'm going to show you this picture, and I want All you right, to let's see it. ooh and ah right here over my no, Dallas Cowboys. Just go over there. Yeah, just come on over. Look at those, babe. God, those look good, don't they? Wait, where where are you ordering that from? Walmart? What do you mean Walmart? These what are, the hell is these that? Are, these oh, are Lou Cheesies. Oh, my God. They're, yeah, they're cheesy. Aren't no, right? Lou Cheesy. Yeah. This is the best men's tan mad dog goat boots with the Dallas Cowboy star. Oh, get out of here. I, I you you got to go to games, but you don't I, know I, how. I, I don't know. I'm not wearing that. I'm not wearing that. Well, you got all right, Flintstone feet too. So sausage fingers and Flintstone, Flintstone feet. feet. That's my that's my persona right there. <laughs> that's it. All right, so uh, our let's game, get back to the game. Uh, yeah, Titans. Titans. What, what's the score? Spreads at five and a half right now. We're in Dallas. Um, that doesn't and then over unders at forty and a half. I every time I, I still I, I right, still like the I still like the under. I, I don't think I don't think that I say twenty four ten. Twenty four ten. Twenty four ten. Uh, I still like the under. I like the Cowboys to cover. I will bet both in a parlay this week for sure, guaranteed. Why would you ruin one of them though? I, I definitely like the, the Cowboys, and that's it. Don't take, don't touch the over. Don't touch the under. You know, I can definitely see the Cowboys I, blowing this open too. I hate and making it twenty four at halftime. Yeah, I hate unders because unders you got to yeah, pay attention the yeah, whole game. Yeah. Overs are great. Overs, Overs are great. I mean, you, your team could be losing, and you're like, I need scoring. But if I get a scoring, then I lose the under. Right. Or if somebody gets up big, you get somebody up twenty four, you know, to or thirty one to ten. I, all of a sudden, you're like, yeah, let's go. Let's score some more. Yeah, let, I, let them I get totally a let them agree. get a uh, you know one of those garbage touchdowns. Yeah, four, forty doesn't do a thing for me. I like the Cowboys here. Winning by double digit, like you said, and I'm looking at this one being a 31 to 13 game. Wow, you're going high. I'm going high. I'm going high. I think Amari Cooper is just gonna okay. get some big catches. Here's the deal. Beasley's gonna be uh, out and about here. I think uh, Des, yeah. not Des. Why do I keep saying Des? Dak is going to be outstanding this week. I think Dak comes to play with uh, Zeke as well. I, everyone shines. Today. Here's the deal, Cooper. Has to get five catches for seventy-five yards. How minimum. many times does he have to be thrown? He to? has to get at least seven to eight targets. If seven he, to eight targets. He has to get seven to eight targets. If you don't, or either that, if he doesn't get seven to eight, 
then Elliott better have 150-plus yards because you were able to soften that defense up and he's running wild and you stick with your game plan. I'm fine either way, but of Elliott, 100 yards and, you know, all of a sudden Cooper only has like two or three catches or, you know, three targets, they four got, targets. One of them's got to be a big catch, though. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. you're yeah, looking oh, downfield. I'm not looking at a seven-yard uh, pass there, Dak. Uh, you got you to gotta really make things happen this time, pal. I'm with you. I'm telling you, five catches, 75 yards, added bonus if you can get a touchdown, at least seven, possibly eight targets minimum. Um, if not, Elliott better have 150-plus, and they better run. And I don't see them doing that on the, the Titans. Okay. All right. Well, I, I see everything breaking down here. I see the Cowboys with a big win here and five and a half, six points. I don't think it's going to cover like that. I think it's going to be a big margin here. We're looking at a 14 to 15 point spread is what I'm thinking. Here. I went 14. 31 13 is what I'm looking at, guys. All right. That's our place for uh, the, well, that's our big play for the week. Jono, love you, man. Had a yeah. great show. Good time in here as usual because it's just two dudes talking. Uh, folks, I hope you guys like the show. I mean, you know, make sure you keep uh, spreading the word. Get it out there. Share with all your Cowboy friends. Uh, we love the support we're getting on our Cowboys podcast Facebook page. Yeah, and you know what, folks? We'll be the first ones to tell you the names. I, how many times have I said, Steve, or have I said uh, that what's his name? I mean, that, that's that's the fan base we are. That that's who that's what we're all about here. You know, we're one of you guys out there. We're not paid uh, by the Dallas Cowboys, so you know what? We speak our mind. Sorry, sorry, but that's the way it is. That's the way it is, and we have no filter on the Dallas Cowboys on the CowboysPodcast dot com and Cowboys Podcast on uh, on Facebook. How all about right. those boots? Would you like those boots? How the hell can you wear those? Uh, you'd be a clown if you wore that. I'm not. What is that, ostrich or what? What is that? Yeah, something like that. They're sweet. Oh, for love. Tell me that's not awesome. I would never wear that. Let me. Hey, I tell you, let's give a Vanderesh jersey. If you guys got a pair of cowboy boots, Dallas Cowboy logoed cowboy boots that Jono would like, you take a picture, send it into the Cowboys Podcast Facebook page, tag us on it, and we may pick it for Monday night. Yeah, we'll pick it Monday night. How about that? We'll give away a a Vanderpump Rules jersey. Yeah, but you know what? Not everyone's got a damn. That's what makes it special. <laughs> so there's only going to be about 50 people? Maybe. All right. Hey, tune into our show, too. If we do get this thing up and running on a Monday night, we'd love to hear from you guys. I think, Michelle, you got, we got a lot of fans that oh. just tune in and just love to shoot the shits with us. Michelle, I hear, is at Fryer Tucks right now or Total Wine <laughs> picking up some uh, vodka and some tequila, and and she'll have some fun with us, that's for sure. Uh, that's that's great. So, yeah, when we get this thing going during game time, just uh, chime in, and uh, we'll, we'll definitely talk with you. That's for sure. All right, from Steve Ojano, we are out of here, my friends. Uh, hey, go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. Tune in next week for another edition of the Cowboys podcast on lineupmedia.fm. Subscribe to the show now at cowboyspodcast.com on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, and all major podcast outlets. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.